0: Hey, welcome back. So, for those of you that were watching the price of silver and gold this past Sunday evening, especially if you watched it through the website Kitco, which is maybe one of the most popular places to check the price of silver and gold, you may have noticed uh, something interesting, to to say the least. This isn't the first time it's happened for Kitco, but but, uh, a coding error or something along the way caused what appear to be massive moves in the precious metals markets, with the exception of gold. Gold actually didn't really do much of anything outside of, of its normal price movement. However, in, in a matter of minutes, we witnessed, at least according to Kitco, silver soar like $6, all the way up to like 23-something an ounce. Uh, platinum soared as well, and palladium actually totally plummeted like a 1000 dollars an ounce. Now, right at face value, I was obviously skeptical because those types of moves are extremely rare, and it didn't make sense that palladium would be crashing so much while platinum would be soaring so much, along with silver, and that gold wasn't doing anything. And so obviously, you know, it was just an error. However, I did want to take some time to talk about it not necessarily the event itself, but the fact that those types of moves, you know, I believe at some point in the future, are are not at all going to be out of the ordinary. In fact, there's a term oftentimes for them, uh, gapping up or gapping down in a market, and it's, it's not totally unheard of right now in the precious metals markets. It's just not to that extent. Usually, it'd, it'd be some event that happened over the weekend uh, that would cause markets, and it's not just you know, precious metals obviously happens in, in the stock market and whatnot, too. It's very common there. And you see a gap up or down by you know half a percentage point or a percentage point or, or you know a decent-sized move, but not a couple dollars for for silver or, or a couple hundred dollars for gold. However, I want to go over why I believe those types of events are going to take place in the future. And now, I, I don't want this, I'll preface this by saying I don't want this to come off as some sort of like... You need to buy silver and gold now before these crazy events happen, or before silver and gold rocket up, uh, you know, overnight. Is that going to happen? You know, I think eventually, but I'm not going to try and give you guys some sort of a timetable. And I'm also not going to say you have to buy now, uh, you have to overextend your finances or whatever, so that you don't miss out. Because hey, I'd probably be saying the same thing like two years ago. And I will not necessarily be wrong because I think these things will happen eventually once we see a big move up overall in the precious metals. Just, I'm not going to give you guys a timetable. Now, with that being said, I want to talk about why some of the different catalysts, some of the different reasons for why this would happen. First of all, there's, there's the possibility of it happening outside of an otherwise quickly moving precious metals market without some sort of a massive already, uh, momentum move to the upside. I'm talking silver being where it is gold being where it is right now. And, and we see a gap up on a a Sunday afternoon or, or, or it could happen totally happen in the middle of the week as well. I'm talking some really world changing event that would be seen overall as, as very bearish for a lot of other assets. I'm Especially talking like risk assets, maybe even bonds, and very bullish for precious metals. Now, there's a ton of different things that could fall into that category. Uh, a major war breaking out. Let's say Pakistan and, and India got into it. I mean, really got into it. I'm talking potential for for nuclear exchange within the hour, right? Or let's say the U.S. and Iran got into it, U.S. and Israel, or sorry, Israel and Iran. Uh, that would be something, U.S. and Israel. Um, you know, something major like that on the geopolitical scale, uh, China invading Taiwan, or or even China occupying, completely occupying uh, uh, Hong Kong, right? Those are all possibilities on the geopolitical scale. And there's a the financial scale as well. The Basically, a freezing up of, of markets, not unlike what we saw back in in 2008 in fact we had a uh, I forget I want to say a, a representative from from the house our representatives a congressman basically it might have been a senator come out and say look the, the the capital markets the money markets in in that point in time before the fed and the government ultimately took action were on on the brink of seizing up the entire global, and certainly the U.S. financial system was on the brink of seizing up and ultimately collapsing. If an event like that ever actually went through, then yeah, we could see that type of a gap up in precious metals. However, those events are all, all possibility, but I think that these types of, of gap ups, significant moves to the upside, are going to be much more likely in a... a a later phase of, of the current bull market in silver and gold. We're we're relatively early in on this thing, and and even right now there's not a whole lot of momentum, right? If anything, it's it's moment, momentum to the downside. If you look at the the price over the last uh, uh, couple trading days. However, let's say you know to throw a number out there. Let's say gold's at sixteen hundred, silver's at twenty two or something like that, or or you could say two thousand and 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 Forty-eight, whatever. That there could be a time where where that type of momentum is is playing into traders' expectations, playing into their to their positioning to a crazy extent, where where you see silver and gold moving uh, very rapidly to the upside. Uh, uh, not in a similar in a very similar fashion to what we saw uh, Sunday afternoon, according to Kidco. However. What I would really be looking for... Now, those two scenarios I just mentioned are are very real possibilities. Uh, but what I would be really looking for is not only a, a major shift in trader positioning in, in these markets, not only a, a major geopolitical event, a world-changing event or, or financial market event. What I would be looking for is for a major move to the upside being linked to the very markets, the very silver and gold markets in the first place. And of course, I'm referring to the, the larger, largely paper and derivative-based markets that, that silver and gold run on right now, the, the COMEX, LBMA, etc. I would be looking for a, a, a lack of, of legitimacy in, in those markets. And, and so this is similar to how I could see it playing out, okay? Either in, because of a major move to the upside in silver and gold, a major bull market, or some underlying events that cause silver and gold to move up to, to the upside significantly, we all of a sudden see a major shift in sentiment or a major shift in, in philosophy, honestly, not even sentiment, among traders and among those that, that have, have a large amount of wealth, Hedge funds, etc., that decide the uh, paper contracts that that trade on these these various exchanges, including the COMEX, are simply not enough protection because ultimately they just represent a paper contract. They don't really represent silver and gold. And at some point, enough of those individuals realize this, and they choose to take action by putting this wealth that they're looking to protect in in paper, silver and gold instead into physical silver and gold. And by doing that, they ultimately cause a a major move to the upside in, in silver and gold because of a, a scramble for physical, you know, acute shortage, if you will. Now, I mean, yeah, COMEX doesn't have a whole lot of silver and gold in the first place, but so either you have a situation where, um, Traders, uh, market participants on, on exchanges like the COMEX, are suddenly demanding delivery of, of said silver and gold because they know that there's only a limited amount in the COMEX. And, and why would you want to carry or continue holding a, a paper contract that may soon be uh, worthless because there's no silver and gold there to to take delivery of? Or else, and this obviously could be a combination of these two things, or else the physical silver and gold market outside of the COMEX, where, where these large market participants, these wealthy individuals, firms, etc., that are buying this physical silver and gold and taking delivery of it outside of these exchanges, that, that the, the price being paid there, or at least the demand, uh, the price that's being driven by that demand... Is what causes the COMEX to to move up significantly. You know, imagine a, a situation where uh, COMEX contracts trade at a significant discount to actual physical silver and gold because people understand that COMEX contracts don't actually represent silver and gold. I mean, the very a very similar thing could happen with with other what I'll just call derivative. Uh, exchange traded products, such as SLV and GLD. People doubt that those are actually backed by real silver and gold. And so uh, they then trade at a significant discount to actual physical silver and gold. And this could all happen overnight, or at least over the weekend. And you could see these massive gaps, gap ups to the upside. Now, again, I'm not trying to sell fear, I'm not trying to sell this any sort of fear of missing out or anything like that. But what I'm saying here is that I think for, for too long now we've been used to very tame precious metals markets, very tame moves to the upside and downside. And, and part of that is, is just because they're being very heavily controlled and and, and managed right now by various entities. But, but another part of it is, is that we just don't have that lack of legitimacy Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Now for, for the COMEX and for other exchanges. And you just don't have that massive momentum or that massive uh, uh, global event that can spark that move to the upside. But, you know, I think moves like this past Sunday, uh, according to Kitco, for silver and for platinum could also very much be a reality for, for palladium and gold as well in the future. So I just wanted to uh, take some time to talk about this because I think it's, uh, again, people we, we, we too often, and I'm certainly guilty of it, temper our expectations for silver and gold long term. Um, but but really, I think there's so many reasons to be insanely bullish on it, uh, especially when you see what's in store for so many other asset classes, economies, institutions, etc. So as always, I'd like to thank every one of you for for tuning in today. Uh, and uh, thank you for your support, for all your comments, your likes, your subscriptions, your reviews over in the podcast world. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, and God bless.